Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey everyone, it's Antonio from Nana Tings. Uh, before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you for listening to these important episodes and series of Mental Health Year. I'm really trying to break down the stigma and not make it such just a mental health day in October. I really just want to talk about it daily, especially with what I'm going through right now. I just got diagnosed with general anxiety disorder. So I want to be able to talk to other people and not just anxiety about all different things that's going on. But while I get into these episodes, I just want to mention a few free anxiety attack helplines and resources that are available. Um, there's one National Alliance on Mental Illness helpline. It's 1-800-950-6264. They are available Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, this organization provides free information and referral to treatment programs, support groups, and educational programs. Then you have National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. If severe anxiety is causing you to experience suicidal thoughts, don't hesitate to call this free 24-hour crisis intervention hotline. Counselors can help you ease your anxiety and get you to a clear headspace you need to seek help. There's also a Spanish-speaking hotline. It's 1-888-628-9454. Hard of hearing is one 800 799-4889. Veterans, 1-800-273-8255. Then we have Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration Helpline, 1-800-662-4357. And it's if you're not in danger of harming yourself or others, but you're ready to seek medical care for your anxiety, this organization helps you locate services that can help you find a mental health facility near you. Then we have Boys Town National Hotline, 1-800-448-3000. Anxiety in teenagers are becoming more common as they face and, you know, pressures with schoolwork and preparation and, you know, just growing up. So this is a, an organization that helps uh, teenagers and parents. And the hotline is 24-7 and it's a free crisis intervention service. So I will be putting these in the bio every episode. Uh, please feel free to reach out. And don't be afraid to ask for help. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Antonio from Nana Tings. And continuing mental health year, I have a special guest. You've heard him before my podcast, my best friend, Jacob. Hola. Hey girl. <laughs> um, per usual, we are drinking, well, we usually drink rosé, but Pinot Grigio here. Pinot Grigio. Uh, <laughs> and we're just going to dive into some things. Um, if you guys hopefully listened to episodes before, you know a little bit about him. Uh, he is pretty much my roommate, my neighbor upstairs, an amazing photographer, uh, specifically in black and white. Phenomenal. Phenomenal work, honey. Hello. Um, hello. <laughs> and also into film, right? Very yes, big. I love it. And he... Yeah. <laughs> I terrible. Know, I know, I know. Uh, we'll get into that too, because uh, he actually made a really cool list for um, sort of our Halloween theme later coming out. Uh, this is going to be a special episode coming out on Saturday. Or maybe Friday night, depending on how I feel. Um, it's going to be not only about um, anxiety and mental health, but we're actually going to talk about slasher films and all things Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect. Saturday, I also ride. There's like a blue moon. Yes. Yeah, it's like a full moon, yep. blue moon. Yeah. It's phenomenon. Like it's like a... werewolves, if oh, those existed. I'm watching like exist. Buffy the Vampire Slayer right now, so I'm like totally into all of this. I need an Edward. I need like a vampire. Where is, I can't, why can't I find a vampire boyfriend? I know I we're going that. off topic, but. No, this is very on topic. I like, I would love to have a boyfriend who comes in and like sneaks into your bedroom. I have like a balcony door in my bedroom. Does that not scare you at night? Go though? in? No. I would See? love, it's like a random like hot vampire came into my room. I would be like, yeah. No, for me, it's like living alone. You've seen me. I lock every door. So oh, like, yeah, you have, I have to, to bolt shut. it. You have to do... I, well, we do that every night. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to drip ahead either, but like, we'll get into Black Christmas later, but like, I watched it with Jacob a few weeks ago, the original one, and I was The phone shut. voice. The phone voice. Jacob, I had to text you while I was sleeping. Like, yeah, I, I, I know. I couldn't go to bed. It was... Yeah. 
And my roommate like broke into our apartment. Yes. Oh my god, that's the same. Yes. Because we bolted the door and we didn't know she was gonna come home. So you just hear it at night like ruffling, right? We just hear it ruffling, and all of a sudden I'm like texting my roommate, and I'm like, "Did you hear that? Is someone coming in?" And she's like, "No, no." And then I come out there, and I'm like, "Maya, I'm pretty sure I bolted the door. I did bolt the door, and the door is unbolted." Yes. Who's in here? And it turns out my roommate who lives in the back broke through in there and i'm of like course, clearly the <laughs> bolts don't work if you can bolt i mean oh my god no yeah hopefully they do like oh my god i'm gonna be able to sleep tonight <laughs> fuck you <laughs> damn but, it well that's, we'll discuss that we'll go into more details we'll go into more details um <laughs> so let's start uh how would i want to start this i a, I guess between our friendship, I've gotten to know you so well. You've gotten to know me so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I honor uh, your self-respect and your self-awareness of your mental health. Mm-hmm. You know when to not force yourself to go out. You know when you're about to get a panic attack and how to withdraw and, and help heal yourself. Um, so guide me through, like, when you go through or let the listeners know, like, what you go through, like, what kind of anxiety you have and, like, how, what coping mechanisms have you learned to, like, heal oh i mean i suffer from i with panic attacks i get very severe um where it kind of just takes over your body um i would say it starts through just my head voices going you know rushing through and you know my heart starts to race and i just get really sweaty and it just kind of takes over your entire body and i've had a lot of stuff happen to me in the past and it just you know that comes in from paranoia and I feel like I sometimes wonder if that's genetics because my mom also suffers from paranoia and that kind of just comes sometimes it comes out of nowhere left field and you know I've been in situations where I've been out with you you know it's like we're be at pride or fire island and where it's like it used to be I would say like group like Mm -hmm. being in like big groups would a social shutdown. A kind social of thing? Yeah. shutdown where it's like it's just overwhelming being around that many people. Mm-hmm. Um, where I just, I can't, my, my mind shuts down. I can't even, I don't even know what's going on with my body. It's like a weird, it's like a numbness. It's almost like when you go to the dentist and you have Novocaine yeah. shot in your mouth. That's how I feel. Like I just feel like I'm numb and I can't move. That's so scary. It's a very scary feeling. And sometimes it happens out of nowhere. And I've had, I don't want to go into details. Like, you know, my, my dad passed away and just, you know, being away, you know, next to him when he took his last, you know, gulp and just, you know, seeing him die next to me and having, you know, hold his hand that really has not helped my disorder. And I feel like has made it worse than, it's overwhelming. It's hard to talk about, you know, but panic yes. attacks are, it's, they, they're real and it's hard until you actually have experienced one. I think it's hard to actually, you know, for you to relate to. You totally get that. What, do you have any coping mechanisms or like self-talk to get yourself out of it? Or if you see a panic attack coming, I know obviously not all the time you can see them coming. I have a lot of friends, including you, where it's so... It happens out of nowhere, right? And you don't even know what the trigger is. But have you ever had or learned a coping mechanism? I think for me, I usually, like, for instance, if it's, like, in a group setting and I'm there, I have to remove myself from that situation. Okay. I don't think it's... I just... I have to remove myself. I don't think it's fair for the people around me to see me experience that. Um, So I usually just walk away. Um, You know, there's been instances where... You know, I'm going to be honest here, you know, I have taken Valium in the past. I have taken a Xanax um, and, where, and it helps, um, you know, people sit and joke about, oh, I'm going to take a Valium, I'm going to take a Xanax, I'm going to do this and that. And, you know, sometimes I'll make a joke, but honestly, it really is the only, it's, they're medications. They're for, they're for you know, anxiety. They're for panic attacks. They're not just to sit and, you know, just to take. I mean, it, it's... You need a you know a prescription. You need all that, and um, they work for me. It helps. I need something to kind of level me down and bring me back down to that, you know, just kind of absolutely flat like that. You yes. know, it's like right now we're trying to flat on the curve with 
COVID. That's what I need. I need to flatten my curve. I need to just be flat. Doesn't even matter if I'm up on top, if I'm on the bottom. Like I need to be on, I just need to be in the middle. Yeah, uh, it's great. Not great with time, but I, I love what you just said about being flat. I like you brought that up because I suffer from uh, a general anxiety disorder where I get overwhelmed really quick, right? Mm-hmm. It, it hardens um, it, my attention span and a lot of things that happen with me. And on top of that, I've been learning that I think empathy could also have you be more anxiousness. So if you read energy in a room and there's someone draining you, your anxiety could just build up from that, right? Yeah, and that's, like, you know, like I said, you yes. know, it's... Sometimes I have to leave a space, you yes, know, sometimes... I think you're sensitive and you could receive energies and that heightens anxiety, right? And sometimes I can't be around that. If someone's, like, really hyper and yes. you're not, that hyperactivity 100%. is going to... It's going to just hit you and it's not going to be good, you know? Yo, I remember I went to a festival two years ago and I actually went in a really chill mood. I was just drinking some tequila, a little bit of a mimosa, walked there... I was so calm going to that rumble. You just saw that everyone wasted, especially was super straight. No, no offense to my straight listeners, but as a gay man, sometimes it's overwhelming, right? It's overwhelming. And then when you get yeah. everyone hyped up on drugs, mm-hmm. I was like, I got so in my head, and then my anxiety sort of built up of like w- worst case scenarios. A guy's yeah. gonna punch me. A homophobic slur, and then it gave me a low key overwhelming anxiety attack because it was like I was set off by overstimulation. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because it's like. Anxiety, as they say, you work on it, but also if you feel things and you get stimulated by mm-hmm. things, it's hard to calm yourself down. No, it is hard to calm yourself and down. I totally understand. And sometimes yeah. you just, I think it's best to leave a space. Agreed. Agreed. And kind yes. of just, you know, yes. bring your, try to bring yourself down to just, you know, that, le- you know, that flat and level, you know, to ground yeah. zero almost. Yeah. Not even ground zero, just be in the middle, just to stabilize it. Yeah. You know, it's like we've, like we've gone out you know and sometimes we've gone to like those horse meat disco whatever and that can be overwhelming overwhelming oh absolutely it can be very overwhelming you know people are on people are on drugs people are drinking and if you're not on that level it's kind of like i love you so that and people touch next to you and that's Anything can be overstimulated. You're absolutely correct. Um, someone that is in touch with their sensitivity and, and psychological self, um, yes, it will hit you in a different way. I totally agree. Yeah, and it's hard. Yeah, it's, it is hard also going there sober or even drunk. Sometimes mm-hmm. I would have to play with party favors because if I went to a party to, you know, I talked about this in my book with you before outside the podcast, like sometimes I was trying to fit in for a while to be a cool gay. And I would, I would do a drug just to go to a circuit party where for me, like, it sucks that I'm not sensitive and overstimulated and get anxious that I had to take a drug to fit in. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm learning, like, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. No. I want to be me and not have to be forced. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's like that in Fire Island. Like, you, you have a really good job, job at that, actually. You know how to, like, drink your wine, drink your tequila, your champagne, go to a pool, and then at night, either call at night, go to bed, or, like, go to something that's, like, small and cute. You have to you figure out what works for you. And I, you know, suffering from... I've had severe panic attacks. They're not fun. Um, just anxiety in general, you have to learn how to cope with them. And, yeah. you know, if that's taking yourself out of, you know, a situation, you know, staying home, um, you know, watching TV sometimes, listening to music, anything. It's just, or sometimes you just, you want to be held. You know, I've had instances where I need people to, you know, hold me, calm me down, you know. It's whatever works for you. Well, you know, we talked about that. Um, we talked about this outside of the podcast, too. We always have really good conversations, you and I. And we talked about uh, creating a safe realm. It's like mm-hmm. when we had that little kick in everyone fucking drank our rosé and champagne. Jacob and I, um, for the listeners to know, we, we're good at actually... Well, he's been good. I've been learning how to uh, create a safe space when you're drinking. So for me, it's like... I mentioned this in my podcast before. Vodka is just not my kind of drink anymore. I get really bad hangovers. I become a very vicious person. And I get very, like... My insecurities come out and I attack. I prefer tequila, wine, and champagne. So one night, Jacob and I had a few friends over, very COVID-friendly, for um, just some drinks for a friend's birthday. And literally, him and I are the last ones to come inside, and someone literally opened three bottles of ours. And I didn't want to drink the rest of the night, and yet I drank vodka that night, and it turned into a fight, and my worst side came out, and I'm learning that even if I don't have a drink that I want, I'm just not going to force myself to do something I don't like. Like, vodka for me is just not it. So she cheap vodka, not it. No, yeah, cheap vodka, none of that. That no, will you'll get a terrible. The that we had before, you'll get no a terrible shade, like, hangover the next day. Oh, literally, literally. Um, I died on my birthday. Yeah, like 
Never do the cheap shots. That's a rule. It's a rule. Never do the cheap shots. Always. I, I mean, see why our friend always says yeah. like Don Julio because like honestly like you have to you it sounds so stupid to say but like it's true you have to nourish your body like good tequila good vodka even though I I don't even think good vodka I want a shot of like yeah. it's like rubbing alcohol but yeah I, I don't know you're really good at that like when you come to like a little friend gathering you're good at just bringing like your champagne or wine because you know it's the kind of it's buzz it's the kind you of buzz be. that I want I you think, don't want to yeah. be blacked out vomiting well, it's like, a girl. You know, mental, you have to nourish your body. You mm. have to eat well. You have to drink water. Water sometimes is hard for me. I don't always drink enough water, but you need to drink water. You need to eat anxiety. healthy. Water, eating healthy. It's just, you have to nourish your body. You have to. One thing I've learned with anxiety is dehydration heightens your anxiety because you, mm-hmm. you feel tired and weak yep. when you're dehydrated. And also drinking. Your hangover, have you ever had moments when you're hungover and you're still so paranoid? Yeah. Like you think the world's against you, you wake up cloudy. And you just feel like yes. shit the next day. You, you just feel like you just don't want to oh, do yes. anything at all. I think when we're lower from a hangover is when our anxiety comes out more because we don't even have that coping mechanism to talk yourself out of things. When I'm hungover, yeah. my realm of anxiety is probably like not tolerable at all. Mm-hmm. Like I actually, you know, you talked about taking Valium and... Um, Xanax, but I'll, I'll open up too. I started Zoloft six days ago. It takes two weeks to start working a little bit, up to a month. And I just, got, I, I had to get on it for a six-month trial just to see if like it helps with my overwhelming with thinking and concentrating because I have a problem with that because I'll get so heightened with overstimulation. And it sucks that, you know, we have to be on these pills, but I'm learning that like, hopefully it helps me with coping, you know? And like through that and the regular therapy, when I'm off the drug, I could try to like learn how to be at that flat line like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're brave absolutely brave for opening up and being vulnerable and also being aware of what's going on with us you have to be aware of things you have to be aware of your psyche yeah you know everyone suffers from some sort of mental illness you know depression you know anxiety depression's huge right now especially during this pandemic there's people who you know don't have jobs i'm currently searching for a job that's a huge one you know when you sit and drink you know i feel like i've been yeah drinking more than I would ever you know back before this you know I was working so much I really didn't drink that much and now it's like I don't want to say like I'm you know yes I'm drink drinking more and then you drink more and then you wake up the next day and it's like oh my god I feel awful but then it's like you sleep until 11 but it's like you don't have a routine but then it just kind of it kind of crushes you down you just feel shit that you and you see how that anxiety yep. and then it, it does it heightens your anxiety it heightens your mood you're in bed all day the next day because you don't really have anything to look forward to so it's like you know it's hard it's tough these are tough times right now and i think more and more people just need to open up and talk about their issues because no one's perfect at all yeah. anyone who says oh i don't do this i don't suffer about this or anyone who doesn't you know it's no one's perfect we all have i absolutely agree we all suffer from something yeah what what final words we have to someone listening before we change into gear of topic um what would you want someone that is like say scared to admit that they have a mental health issue or or don't or you know they're looking for help and they need someone to like you know see that they're they're not they're only one I think you just have to you just have to tell yourself that it's okay to open up. It's okay to tell people like, "Hey, you know, it's just you need you need to open up." I think for people, I think it's hard for them, but you just have to it's okay to ask for help. Yes. You know, it's hard right now. It's, I get it. It's hard to find, you know, someone good to talk to. It's good to talk to your friends, but sometimes you really need that person who is a, you know, therapist. Yes. You know, yes, you can open up to your friends and family, but that can only do so much. You need, it's okay to ask for help. I agree. Um, it's okay. And it, it does take courage. Um, it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. But I, everything you just said, I agree with that people are here to help. And sometimes, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Um, Thank you. We have more coming up. We're going to have some crazy stories on Halloween. So listeners, stay tuned. We'll be back after this break. And we're back. So before we get into Halloween. Holla. Holla. (laughs) Oh, we got some Kelly Kelly the wrestler. Her theme song goes, holla. 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 (laughs) 
Um, can you tell the listeners about your rapid test story of COVID, uh, what, three days ago you went? Oh, yeah. So I recently got, um, I went and got a COVID test. Like, I feel like everyone should yes, regardless. Yeah, your tests are free now. Just go and get it. I mean, regardless if you don't even feel like you have symptoms or have been around, like, groups of people or whatever I think it's just good to go get tested I think you're, it's absolutely you see those commercials it tells you just go get tested just be a good They're citizen fucking free now and what, it took you what 10 minutes not even yeah not even okay, it was very just went in there really quick I was surprised um I haven't been in like a doctor's in that type of office setting you know in a while um but yeah I went and got my COVID test that went you know they did the swab you know, it was actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. I, do that, I do that home kits. And it's not yeah, bad. it just felt like, like you were hurting, like, rubbing alcohol, you know, yeah. like, when you get a cut, whatever, and you yeah. put the alcohol on it, whatever. Like... Yeah. And then they were, they asked me, oh, what do you want to get a flu shot? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my flu shot. My mom's going to be so proud of me. So huh. I'm going, <laughs> I never get my flu shot. It's terrible. But honestly, we need to get our flu shots, too, this season. I it's, absolutely it, agree. It, 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 it's not even a joke go get your flu shot um and go get tested just get tested just be safe people so i went all tests yes. too. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um so i went you know after i got my covid test to go on the you know waiting area they call me yeah. back for my flu shot i go on there i have two nurses in there just i always have these just these great women i always you get, attract them they're i don't know what it guys. is i don't know what yeah, it is always and they're just always so sweet they're asking me questions you know where you were born you know all la 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 all of that and they're asking about my home life and i was like yeah you know my mom's gonna be so proud of me i'm getting my flu shot today and they're like oh yeah tell us about your life and i told them you know i have like I'm the only boy i have all sisters and they were like you're a mommy's boy aren't you and i'm like yeah you can just read me to a t and they were talking about how there's so many out-of-staters coming in here to get their, you know, COVID and flu shot. And like, we can tell you're not from New York. You just don't have that. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm from Minnesota. So when I'm, you know, getting the flu shot after all that, I'm real, you know, taking off my sweatshirt because I'm wearing layers because I'm just, it was raining that day. And I'm taking my sweatshirt off, you know, and everything. And I'm rolling off my sleeves. <laughs> This, she comes up to me and she's like, oh my gosh, you're really gaunt looking. <laughs> she called me gaunt. And I was like, I haven't heard that. I've had people, people talk about, you know, I've had people tell me all a bunch of stuff like that. And she was like, you're really frail. And it was just kind of like, oh, you know, it's like when someone sits and tell, makes a comment about like your body, whatever. It's like, I just think it's, she's gaunt as like it, yeah. a word. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I was just kind of like, ooh, it was like whiplash. It was just kind of like, yeah, oh. Yeah, someone called me gone. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. First of all, what's the word? <laughs> it's just your, I mean, for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, you're, it's, you know, and I'm like, and she's telling me to relax, you know, she's like, you're really tense. <sighs> and she was like, even, she was like, how are you in the, how was the guy with you in the bedroom if you're this tense? She's, and I was like. And gone. And gone. <laughs> I'm tense and I'm gone. <laughs> I mean, true I mean, it's true category. It yeah, is. It describes your, me to your a T. Bio. Yeah. You know, I'm gone and I'm, I'm tense, you know. Tense and gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had guys tell me that before. They're like, you just need to loosen up. You're always so tense. Oh my tense. God, you could do uh, TGIJ. Yeah. Tense, gone, it's Jacob. Well, because they got it's Friday. TGIJ. <laughs> oh my God. Because you think, I always think of you know call me by your name when you know oliver comes Ayo, up to alio and he like when he first meets him like he touches your back and he's like you're really i every time someone's always like you're just so tense i'm always tense you are tense that see I'm that's exactly you're talking about guys tense. i'm always just like anxious who saw yeah hum <laughs> This wine's also I don't know why it so is. Anything in hours. <laughs> You're like gone. I'm like gone girl right now. <laughs> Whatever. Up. I have thick legs, but and a, I'm and a nice gone peach on butt. Top. You're like uh, Elio. Uh, is he the one that came in the peach? Yeah. Yeah. I think I do have a nice little bum. I do. I think it's it's a nice, cute little bum. Okay, who's gonna be on a podcast together right now? This is great. <laughs> you little cheeky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, flashback to last year's Halloween. I'm sick, laying in his lap, and we watched Coin by Your Name that weekend. I was we hysterical crying for like the sixth time watching it with we you. Watch that. You and I watched it so much last year. You know, it was I like know. every other month we were watching it. I love it. Sometimes twice in a There's week. There's something about it. Yeah. Even I though that stuff, I mean, I don't know if I believe that stuff happened. Maybe it does. Mm. 
Yeah. A little twist to it. A little yeah. twist to it. You're having your little Oliver early O moment right now. I am having my moment. He's I'm in a happy for you. black sweater in my yeah, bed right now. Yeah, my boyfriend's like laying down right now as we do this. But like, yeah. Yeah. Elio Oliver moment. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so Halloween's coming up. Obviously, it's not the Halloween we want because it's 2020 and COVID. The gay Christmas. Isn't that gay what we call Christmas, it? yes. I don't even think I'm dressing up. Yeah, no. Even if we were, we were going to do basic stuff this year. We were just going to do slashers. I, it's hard for me to get dressed up for Halloween. Why, though? I don't know. It's yeah, hard for I me to just spend money on it. Yeah, because you wear it once. Yeah. And then you don't recycle. And like, then I, I rec- never recycle my costumes. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what can I do that's, like, cheap, but also, like, not... Well, so you always do an 80s slasher movie. I it's always like, do, like, 80s... Vintage and you keep the clothes. Vintage and I keep the clothes. Because I think it's easier to do. Throw it's some fake blood on you. Make it a crop top. It. That's sexy enough. That's gay Christmas enough. Right there. Yes. I, mean, I don't need to buy... I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I... I, I I love seeing everyone else go all out over the top, but for me, I can get, I can be a basic bitch. I'll go, you know, if this wasn't COVID, dress up in my 80s slasher gear, the short shorts, yeah. those that look good on me, make a cute crop top, drink my, you know, wine, and I'm, I'm good, drink Gucci. Drink your wine, honey. Yeah, no, I agree. I, um, I think it's better to like make your costume so you can rewear mm-hmm. it, or like wear it to a festival or something. But I know? appreciate the people that make it. You know, I, I try to, you know? Yeah. Halloween's great. Um, speaking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like people going up the stairs. Yes, what's going on there? Yeah. I don't know. Is it witch powers right now? Is it Halloween? I don't know. Halloween. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do ghost face this year, at least even for a photo shoot. Even if I don't go like to a friend's place, I'm just going to dress up and like have a moment. Yeah. But speaking about that, you were going to do Jason. My boyfriend's going to do Freddy Krueger. So... I see you have a list here. I have a list. Of, what did I ask you? Top 10. Top 10 slasher films. All right, list them And not around. everyone probably is going to agree with me. That's okay. You know, Let's everyone. Let's do it. So my first one is on here is Scream. Iconic. Scream is, it just. Yeah, what makes it your number one? There's just, so, I just feel like m- movies today, I don't even think there's a lot of slasher films today that are made just because we're in that era of, you know, everything social media you have like those you know movies with like the people oh yeah i know you're talking about you know, uh unfriend me unfriend or, me or uh, whatever uh what's the one that we like truth or dare <laughs> you know those are like people know that's the day and age of slasher films but scream is something like i feel like i don't even think that could be done today except no. they are doing a screen well, five they're continuing you're right if they try to redo it they couldn't no. because like I'm very excited about Scream 5, but something about Scream, about being home alone, that opening scene of Drew Barrymore, so iconic. Every movie, every Scream had a good opening scene. Yes. But the fir- there's something about the first one, you know, she's home alone, and the fact, home alone, the phone yeah. goes off. It's so simple, but yet it's so complex. And maybe you not want to answer your phone. People got PTSD from that movie. People yeah. didn't want to answer their phone. It's not like today, you know, where you can block people. We all no, have iPhones. I but hated it when the phone rang. I was home alone after watching that movie. There's just, there's something about going back. You don't even know to watch it during Halloween season. You can go back and watch it anytime. You and I watch it all year round. Yeah. It's just the whole idea of being home alone, having your phone go off, that mask. And the first time you see that mask, it's terrifying. And then when you see... Drew Barrymore. If you haven't seen the film, then there's something wrong with you. But when you yeah, see Drew Barrymore, all spoiler for you, go watch it. Gutted, hanging from that tree. It's oh like, and, oh yes, yes it's yes, just yes. there's something about so grotesque about an actual human doing that to someone yeah, else, and yeah. I think that's why I like slasher films so so much because it's just the whole idea. Like, yeah, sure, we have like supernatural and stuff, but it's just it's human it's the fact that a human could do that to another human it's terrifying absolutely terrifying i absolutely agree um it's iconic they're and they're funny too you know you have scream two you have scream three you have scream four i think i can't pick out my favorite one i was just gonna ask you if you had a i don't i think my favorite opening scene is the second one with the bathroom yeah where they just redo what they in the first one and she just like dies in front of the screen oh my god and then the fourth one was funny it was like a movie within the movie Movie, while they're watching watching it it. and then it's it's just crazy i'm excited the third third one is like was it uh michelle it's the caught it's the cotton weary guy and remember they're in hollywood and he's like he's on his home way home 
he, his oh, girlfriend died. Right? Yeah, whatever. his wife, whatever. Oh, see, that wasn't iconic, though. Mm-mm. Like, four was good. Yeah. But one and two are the most iconic. The third one was kind of, well, they had to change it, too, because it happened around that whole mass shooting era, you know, of all the school shootings. So a lot of it had absolutely, to be absolutely. changed. But I think the second one, even with Sarah Michelle Geller, Geller getting thrown off the balcony. That's, like, that's also iconic. It's just, also, she's iconic, and I know you did last summer, which we'll get she's into. She's just yeah. a scream queen. Yeah, she she has some of the best. And then in Scooby-Doo. Yeah, and I'm currently like, watching, that's yeah. That's a scary movie, but, like, it's Daphne, also Halloween-ish. Daphne Blake, know? she does such a great job. And then I'm currently rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and just watching her like, she's like a girl crush. She she did. she, she honestly owned the 90s is and early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, and she but still I, looks yeah. good. I also think about Scooby Doo because like you know the Luna the clown and like it was very Halloweenish. You love when that we were clown. Kids, you know I fucking love that clown with the little like <laughs> hands over here. I'm buying that piece. It's ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna put it in my brother's guest bedroom when he visits my house in the future. I love it. He's like, why the fuck is the clown gonna be in my room? Like, so he could stare at you and you could me. That clown <laughs> is. Uh... That and then I want the Jim Carrey Riddler costume from Batman. Ooh. Tim Burton version. Obsessed. Yeah. Oh, that's why I love Halloween. I get to like. Well, speaking about Halloween, the second one. That you the second one on my list is Halloween. It's Halloween. <laughs> First one. The first one. Okay. I love the first one. I know you're not the biggest. Yeah, I started really like four and five and H two O. I mean, four and five are great too, yeah. but there's something about the first one where it's just again they don't use a lot of blood. It all relies on the suspense. It's very it's, it's the way driven. That's for sure. It's just the way it's shot and the camera angles. It's like that opening scene where it's like you are. It's that point of view, like that Peep and Tom point of view. Where it's like you are the killer, like you are Michael going to jail. A lot of movies don't do that. If you a lot of movies it. don't do that anymore. Back in the seventies, that was a very like kind of sl- type of seventies. It was very Halloween, very Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, even Friday the Thirteenth too. They did it at times, right? Yeah. yeah. Scream never did it though, right? No. Yeah. It it's just... like where it's like you are the killer. You're watching the movie as the viewer, and you are that killer. You are the person stalking as victims, mm. and I appreciate that. And even the score and effort, it's just. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, too, is just great. Well, the remake was amazing. Oh, yeah, I know. I am obsessed with... When did it come out two years ago at this point? Mm-hmm. I can't wait for part two, part three. Um, it's going to be great, yeah. But I agree. I, I get what you're saying. From a filming-wise, it's amazing. And it's just a simple storyline. She's, you know, she has her two girlfriends. They both get killed. They have their boyfriends. You know, it's like all those rules. Don't have sex. Don't do drugs. You know, it's that simple... You know, old legend. school type of thing. You can't do that. Now it's like you can do it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Rules uh, change. Number three is... Black Christmas. Um, Guys. <laughs> you need to watch We Haven't. Not the remakes. You need no, to watch the original. the original. So Jacob and I watched this about maybe a month ago. Or not even three weeks ago at this point. And I just had the apartment to myself for the past few weeks. And when I say my anxiety came out... Black Christmas is, first of all, a great movie. The suspense. Just the whole idea, the concept. It takes place he during Christmas. He calls and he screams, though. <laughs> like that. When the movie ended, I I had to call Jacob after, because you even were a little, like, PTSD after watching it, because I had to call you, and I was like, why can't I get that voice out of my head? I, I remember, like, going to pee and then feeling, like, you know, like, that one scene where his eye's out of the closet mm-hmm. and he's, like, kill her? I feel like the eye was coming out of the wall watching me pee. Oh, that eye was, was terrifying. I I had to shut my doors. I had to double bolt the lock, which now we know don't work. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had to... I was very scared. Yeah. It's all about anxiety. Uh, my paranoia came out. And again, it's such a simple concept. It a group is. of you only see a girls. Face the whole time. A group of sorority girls. And they and they, a, a maniac breaks into the home and lives in the attic and starts killing them one by one and no one knows what's going on. The screaming just had me shook though. Yeah, and again, it's over the phone call. Can't do that today. Can't over it on the iPhone. If someone calls me on my iPhone, I'm not gonna answer it if it's a weird number. Yeah, I... I I like that I watch it, but I probably won't watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. But I was shook. What, uh, what's number four? Suspiria. Okay, so I've heard about this, but I have not seen it. Suspiria also takes place at an all-girls school. It's a ballet. Of course, it always is. Um, She gets, like, a scholarship. Oh, it was the dancing one you were talking about. It's the dancing one, and it has witchcraft involved in it. And, again, just the colors and the the cinematography and just the simplicity 
of it. Is it a killer or like witches? Just it's killing? witches, yeah. It's like kind of like a cult. You need to. Okay. I don't want to give it too much away, but if you haven't seen it, you need you need to watch it because it's when you watch these old school horror films, you'll see where every like in today's age where they get their ideas from. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. And then what is five? Um, oh, Friday the Thirteenth, which we both love. I honestly do. I love watching it with you. So I've watched for the listeners. I've watched all the screens before meeting Jacob, but what he really got into me when I binge with him was all the Halloweens and all the Friday the 13th. There's something about Friday the 13th, though, that is just so um, vintage chic. It's a lake house. It's, like, kind of sexy The guys are hot. They're yeah. hot tops and booty shorts. The girls are always just, like, cute. And, like, I wouldn't... Okay, the first and second one, the acting bad, but four, five, and six? Phenomenal. Oh, they got better. Except and for it's New action York pack. City. I don't know how I feel. But yeah, the New York one is gets a little bit kooky. Like, like four, this... five, and six though is so good. Yeah. Like absolutely so good. Again, it's just simple. You know, he gets resurrected over and over again. He kills his victims and it's always a final girl or a final guy who you know makes what it. Seems crazy. I think it was in the sixth one where he kills him in the trailer park and her face imprint goes into the wall from the bathroom. Insane. Like what? Also the animation for like the eighties, nineties is insane. Like mm-hmm. I think that one was like what, nineteen eighty eight, maybe a little bit higher than that. And I was like, shit, they actually got the dent fully in. I was like, I was very impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what is six? I know. So I said Jaws, which I know you're going to disagree, but Jaws, I... That is not a fucking slasher film, I mean, Jacob. Yeah, but... <sighs> you know how I feel about Jaws. Okay, what... What makes it on the list of slasher <laughs> because, horror films? Because it's a shark that hunts its prey. Uh, okay, so you have I'm... to appreciate. Okay, fine. Okay, I'll throw it out. I'll put it out. Okay, whatever. I can't believe you put fucking a shark movie. Yeah. Okay, so in okay in the idea of a slasher of someone hunting, it is technically it is technically, but it's not a human with a vendetta. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 Whatever. But what I can be, appreciate the what art. Would be um, a, a mench. What, what do they call it? That doesn't make the top ten list. Uh, or uh, something mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. We'll you skip know what it. I'm about. I know so, what you mean. Yeah. So what would be something that didn't make? What it about on the Alien? List? Would he put Alien on the list? Alien would be a slasher because the Alien is out. He's trying. He's killing them on. Maybe I would put. Well, I haven't seen our serial list, but I'm thinking like Nightmare in Elm Street or The Purge or. Because that's more of like your idea of a slasher. I mean, yeah. No, I probably took it a little bit too. You made a fucking shark. I made a fucking <laughs> shark. I, in my head, it could be a slasher. Why not? Um, but a Nightmare in Elm Street, I do agree with you, though. A reasonable mention. Yes. That's what it was. Okay. Yes. A Nightmare on Elm Street, I agree with you. Psycho. Okay, okay, yeah. You know, let's go on back a little bit while. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, what else is a good. There's so many good ones, actually. Urban Legend. Urban Legend, yes. It's always great. Chucky. Chucky, yes. Child's. Yeah. Well, Jigsaw's more gruesome, but I, I, maybe it's not slasher, but he is out for with a vendetta. Well, the term Jigsaw slasher is hard. Uh, slasher is hard to, like, it's such a broad category, I yeah. feel like, now. But yeah, Chucky definitely is, like, another reasonable mention. His, honestly, yeah. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Honorable Was it, mention. Okay, Jaws is on my honorable mention. Alien's my honorable mention. Slasher, but yes. Well, how would you define a slasher film? I think it's just hunting. Even though, like, Fright Night could sort of be one, too, but it's on sort of a vampire mm-hmm. movie, but it's, the way it's filmed is very, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not filmed as a typical vampire movie. It's filmed, like... Or, you know, Stepdad, right? That's not a slasher, but, like... Could it be? Could it be? It's hard. I guess a slasher is, you're right, it's usually just like a human. It's usually or a vendetta. A vendetta. It's a typical killing, plot line of killing. A group of teens getting murdered one by one. They have sex. They have drugs. You know, it's always the final girl. What's your next number? Jaws. I'm dying. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say. <laughs> I like folded my slip away. I did this in such a rush. Um... I mean, I, we said I know what you did last summer. Well, that was, what number was that? That was 10. I was going to be number 10. No, number 6. Number 6? What's after Jaws? What's after Jaws? 
I, uh, you probably haven't seen it, but it could be considered a slasher. What is it? 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a film buff here, so I appreciate it. <laughs> it's Stanley Kubrick. They're up. Like, you just need to watch it. You have... Are they in space? Do you have, they they are alien? in space. Yeah. You pro- I know you won't like it. You I'm not will fall. You, like they what have was that, the six? computer got like they have. You know, it's just, was that seven or six? It was six. Okay, what seven? <laughs> number number seven is Texas Chainsaw. Okay. Um, Jacob won't let me watch it because every time we eat, he's like, "It's too gruesome for you to eat and watch." It kind of makes you just want to shower after. It's no, just, you're right. Though I feel like one I'm one of not those films that it's like it's just the fact that a human could do that to someone else. Because it comes out during that era. I imagine someone like actually sawing off of like the whole like famous series, like that seventies, eighties. Yeah, they had all those crazy movies. Because it's based on like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, yeah, who would like skin his victims alive? I can't even imagine cutting off a human face and then like, well, maybe somewhat psycho. But the family's like cannibal sewing, like. Again, and they don't even show that much blood. They show it, but it's just... It's more it's, the idea, right? That's it's like just weird. the idea of it. Well, the Rob Zombie... Is there Rob Zombie versions of it? No. No? He only did Halloween? Yeah. There's one Sex Exchange of Master that's really gruesome. Was it the remake in like 03 or whatever? Mm-hmm. With that Jessica one, Biel, yeah. That one I don't want to watch. I would say the original is more gruesome. I maybe we'll watch it. Shudder. Shout out to Shudder. Mm-hmm. Um, what's eight? Or is that eight? That was eight. Nine. Nine? <laughs> Footing it up. I know. <laughs> we mentioned them. Like I said, I know what you did last summer. And what's 10? Number 10 is Child's Play, Chucky. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, I know you do last summer. That's iconic, though. Um, I love that movie. <laughs> I really do. It's so good. I know it too. Um, the second one, though, when with Brandy, Brandy goes through go the glass house. Yeah. Yes. I know. I've always wanted to do, like, a chase scene in a movie. We talk about this, and we write, like, a horror movie So script. we pretty much wrote a horror movie in yeah. different locations, too. I have my boyfriend's house, and we went over to his family's house, and we are like, this would be perfect for a murder scene. perfect for a murder scene right now. <laughs> and I'm like, they're in the middle of nowhere, like, the kitchen. We're, like, scream fire and around. Here, like, call they could the go in the phone. basement, because there's the basement door downstairs. Well, yeah, you didn't want to sleep that night, because you were like, I feel like someone's watching me. Yeah, I kind of sleep like, It's just night. the light in the backyard. Mmm. <laughs> So maybe we'll do an episode in the future, but you know, it's another good genre in horror that I like, or subgenre is psychological thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think about like, um, oh my god, uh, Doctor Sleep is that what it is? No Sleep. It's this. It's the sequel of um, why am I forgetting this? Stephen King. Oh yes, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Doctor Sleep. I think right? it is. That's yeah, what it but is. what is the sequel of uh, The Shining? It's that. Yeah, it's the second of it, though. The second one. Yeah, so, like, those are really good psychological thrillers. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what else did I like that was, like, scary, but, like, on the edge. I think The Ring is. You okay, The Ring is. categorize The Ring as, the like, grudge. psychological. Yeah. The Grudge, I would say that, too. Um, also, I really liked The Bly Manor and The Haunted Hill House. Like, the, the Netflix shows from, like, a year ago and then this year. There's something about it that, like, you get scared, but then, like, you're so into, like, the storyline and you just want to learn more and more also hereditary oh never a good one absolutely phenomenal psychological thriller um well even like the conjuring (laughs) (laughs) we go on and on i mean midsummer i mean him and i were drunk watching this in the movie theater and i don't know why yeah it was hard for me to watch i was but now i appreciate it after yeah i i appreciate the art of it but i was also too drunk you and i should just stay to the mediterranean restaurant drinking yeah too much also it i'm a big it fan you love it love the clowns i hate clowns i guess it's its own category because it's like horror but psychological i don't even know how to consider it in the subgenres, but it's definitely my movie yeah well screams on number one scream and we did last summer hereditary i fuck with so much um, the Grudge, I love so much. And then It as well. Or like, yeah. Those are good. Yeah, those are like my horror top choices. Or even like those like films like Hostel where like they get kidnapped and oh they all get God. like tortured. There's this one like good um, film called Wolf Creek. 
where it takes place in Australia and it's based off a true story about like at least three people and they get kidnapped and the guy like kills them like what they all die like one by one oh, that's so sad. like very gruesome like one of them he like chops their like hand off and then never he like eats them alive it's just it's fucked up what's the one where they're hunting the girl that came out last year that you liked I liked watching it too um the game or whatever she marries into the family and they oh chase my her gosh why can't I think of that name you know what I'm talking about and it was so good yeah, and they ended up being, like, in this weird cult. Yes. And that's the same director. Ready or not. Ready or not. Ready or and not. directed at Scream 5. That's why I knew you you liked it, because you liked the director, but also the movie was pretty good. Well, and you also think about with the... Why can't... What? Oh, my god. Which movie? Get Out. I was, I was just going to say that. Oh, my God. And Us. Us. Wait, I those really love that you just said those. type of films also scare me. I like them almost better than su- those supernatural ones. Well, because psychological thrillers are meant to fuck you up, right? They're meant to Because I feel like that's something thinking. that could happen. Well, yeah, I for sure get out. Also, us, you never know in the future of where this country's going to. Um, yeah, and then also Secret Window with Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've only watched a little bit of it, but I remember I my mom loves it actually, so I re- I really need to rewatch it. Um, but yeah, these horror movies are great. Uh, I love that you're a fan. It's of this these. time of year. I love. I mean, you can watch them anytime. I think that's what my favorite time is like Halloween. I mean, also you have the classics. You have Hocus Pocus, which uh, I feel like has become such this huge like. I think we're gonna watch iconic, that tonight. you know, type of thing. You know, yeah, festive moment it's a festive moment <laughs> you have halloween town um, like we had great childhood classics asmr it's a festive moment and it's honored by jacob it's a <laughs> i love it it's moments loves it i like sort of want to do an asmr uh episode and now welcome to not a thing <laughs> <laughs> why are you folding the paper <laughs> why is the paper full <laughs> Like in Shit's Creek, where she's like, Fold the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> David, just fold the cheese. And he's like, What do you mean, fold the cheese? Have you ever folded cheese? Yeah, like, fold the cheese. <laughs> you do? Bebe. Bebe. And what did she say about her wigs? Don't put it next to Myra! <laughs> and that was a reacting of Shit's Creek. <laughs> We're crazy. I need to do an ASMR episode. We're like the simple life. We are just, we're not dumb. We just, we just live life. We just live life. I think people take life too seriously. Um, if Ghostface was a thing in 2020, he would go, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> ASM, uh, ASMR style. <laughs> we didn't even say it. Fire Island running around. Oh my god, he's in Fire Island and he's literally in pitch black going like on the phone to you. People were shook. (laughs) (laughs) No, because when I there was a night that I was with you, it was the same night before like I lost you, and you and I would walk together and go and people were like, What the fuck? What's wrong with them? You're like, you don't watch Friday the thirteenth? Do you not love it? We love it. Do you love it? Loves that. We loves it. But people were freaked out. People were like wasted, and all you hear is us two stomping in behind. <laughs> Could be a maiden call. It could be yeah. Next time you go to Fire Island, anyone, I want you to go up to someone and go and go. <laughs> you know, see if they get a boner. <laughs> get a boner for Jason. Yeah, fuck's a guy named Jason. Have I? No. Mm-hmm. no. Maybe. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've had enough. Too much fun, maybe at this point. But we're gonna do a quick round of questions. Fun. The little oh, that geez. I do. Okay. I know we've done this before. So it is. Who or what would you rather be for twenty-four hours? Ready? Would you rather be the opening scene of Scream One or Scream Two for twenty-four hours? Scream. One or two. Oh, one. Okay. <laughs> I well, scream one. Yeah. I said one. Oh, yeah, yeah, scream, yeah, okay. right. scream one is one. Okay. Okay, good choice. I mean, it is iconic. Yes. Um, question two. 
what accessory would you rather be for 24 hours? Jigsaw's little baby bicycle? <laughs> or um, Leatherface's chainsaw? Chainsaw. Your baby chainsaw. I want to be the little tricycle. Uh-uh. Fun story. So I work at another company and on Halloween two years ago is while I'm selling an iPhone, this little this I mean he was a big man when he got out of his tricycle or a little bicycle. He's Jake's one. He's riding around with a wig, beeping at people going beep beep. And then when you looked at him, he would tilt his head staring with his mask on. And then he went into my store and then he, he rode his bike in between tables. Did a spin around, stopped, stared at all the coworkers, the employees, goes back out, comes back in an hour later, and I was cracking the fuck up. Wacko. Yeah, and then last year, a girl from like the Purge, I think three, came in like the, the wedding dress from the movie and all blood, and then the Purge mask behind her and her like throat like bleeding to buy a phone. And I was like, what? Halloween in New York City is crazy. And people actually shop in their costumes. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Um, okay, three. Would you rather ooh this one is uh, I'm trying to think what I want I'm going to use something juicy for the end of it uh, okay would you rather live in the town oh no would you rather be a counselor in Crystal Lake or would you rather live on Elm Street counselor counselor in Crystal Lake yeah. I think that would be your answer yeah, yeah I don't think anyone wants to live in Elm Street I'm not trying to sleep and have horror dreams no no um, but that's it. Do you have any final words between the mental health and Halloween or anything? Just be safe. Yes, especially this year. Yes, and get tested. Get tested. Don't be afraid to open up. And yeah, and just be safe and smart this Halloween because it's just Literally. it is a different time. And I know people. It's Halloween. It's very big here in New York. Um. Just be safe, you know. You know, we have to be kind to everyone right now during these times. Yeah, and vulnerability is beautiful. It is. And thank you so much, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on as always. Oh, always. I love you. I love you. Thank you for being brave. Of course. And thank you for getting me wine drunk. Of course. It's our <laughs> favorite. Right. Toodles, everyone. Toodles. Holla. Holla. Bye. <laughs> Talk to you later on Nana Tings.